Hello. This is the preface to Now Dhamma Pada. And uh, as a sort of reminder, this podcast um, is sort of primary on Substack, meaning um, the, the, the publication, the newsletter, <laughs> uh, whatever terminology they're using, um, the writing is strangely secondary um, because this is really about a podcast and um, it's audio, but the audio is based upon me reading um, my interpretation of now Dhammapada. And this is from the preface to the manuscript. What follows are not the words of the Buddha. This book contains concentrated wisdom for individuals' lives. This Dhammapada is not a belief system. In fact, who can truly attest to what the historical Buddha said with the exception of Siddhartha Gautama? And Sid died about 2,500-odd years ago. So the truth is, this is not that, is what was actually said. <laughs> well, that reads awkwardly. So the other part of this podcast is um, me reading through this manuscript aloud and um, seeing what I'm probably going to change uh, uh, for the final publication, which you know will probably happen years from now. So that sentence, and Sid died about 2,500-odd years ago. So the truth is this nor that is what was actually said. That said, I just got to say something. So, now, Dhammapada. One can take a cue from these words and text and test them out. Follow the recipe as if the textual indications are instructions to put into action to see for yourself if they are accurately applicable to your life. This is what I have done and continue to do, and you can do it too. You can learn, develop, and know a sublimely peaceful way of life, still full of brightness and at times excitement. The Dhammapada has proven to me, by way of practice, based upon the various translations I have read over the years, to be a fascinating and informative reminder of what to remember, what to do, and what to remember again. It is not a dogmatic work. It is concise. It is a set of practices contemplations, and actions to live. A happier, healthier, and continually brighter way of life comes along with this practice. But it is a practice, something you do over and over again with others. This book is a work created from experience based in part on various scholarly sources and variously 
contemporary takes on scholarly sources, all called Dhammapada. Numerous translations from various Pali versions are at the root of the source. Now, Dhammapada is therefore an interpretation of many English translations of various Pali sources of what is the most popular title, as it were, of the vast Pali canon, tested and thus interpreted by myself for today's world. The Pali canon is made up of tens of thousands of onion skin thin English language pages. Forty odd volumes of words recorded as being the teachings of the historical Buddha, Sid Gautama, a rebel of his time who taught for over 45 years around the Ganga in the north of India. A human who died soon after a disagreeable meal at the age of approximately 80 years of age. Gotama was and is a phenomena, or a phenomenon. <laughs> Some people take Gotama to be divine and a creator of a religion. I, however, take the person variously called Gotama, Sid, or Buddha in this Dhammapada to have been someone who lived a life of early suffering. The Tathagata, a term the historical Buddha reportedly used to describe self and which has been translated to mean one who has come and one who has gone, taught to different audiences skillfully which means that Gautama tailored the teachings to the audience of the moment. If the Tathagata was speaking to monastics, he would explain things in a certain way that may not come down again when he was speaking to lay people or to his biological son. Basically, the parlance of today, basically, in the parlance of today, the Buddha would say, I've done that, and now I'm doing better. I'm sort of a big deal. You are too. You are too. Do better for yourself and for others, and even those you don't like or fear. You are the biggest deal at this moment in your actual life. Get over it. Sid ultimately refined the teachings he received in his time, and practiced a way that he in turn taught to many individuals from various social classes. This way was not totally foreign to many of the existing teachings of the time. However, the Buddha's path of how to be happy, free, and connected to the greater reality of existence was far more egalitarian than the hierarchical Brahmin ways, the norms of that time. Sid not only taught this way of recognizing the suffering brought on by unskillful living and how to move beyond suffering and even pain, but he also established a way of living in parallel with the world that is not living in this way yet is still connected and mutually beneficial to all living beings. So there you have um, 
a chunk of the preface uh, that I wrote. And, you know, that's the first time I've read it out loud in a while. And, uh, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit wordy. But hopefully you found that helpful. And um, we'll continue on probably with a bit more of the preface. The thing I want to just kind of um, expand on for a moment here is that the Dhammapada, um, as I read it and have sort of practiced it and interpreted it, I'm not trying to pass on something that you have to believe. Like, this is not a, a belief system. It's much more akin to kind of being informed about, you know, a method, a way, even a recipe for living. You know, for, for living as a layperson. But also, you know, the Dhammapada was sort of constituted or, you know, reconstituted from a lot of teachings that were given to monks, to monastics. And, you know, this is an important thing to keep in mind because parts of the Dhammapada are much more appropriate for, you know, a monastic, you know, somebody who's living a very non-sort of lay life, you know. And there are many different types of monastics, but let me just say, you know, and this is something that I'll be mentioning uh, as we sort of go through each section. Um, there are sections that really are not the best thing for lay people to do, um, simply because they're, you know, living in the real world. And, um, you know, this is, is something that you have to kind of get to know over time and sort of understand that, oh, right, you know, these words um, about, you know, for example, ignoring um, this or that may not be an option when you're out in, in the real world, as it were. Um, but there'll be more on that in the future. Um, but if, if there was one thing to take away from the <laughs> sort of the preface that I read is that the Dhammapada is not something to believe something to get to know and understand and reference. Um, and over time, it's a helpful, you know, pointer and reminder to how you can actually live freer. Take care.